In a world that's falling further into chaos and disorder day after day. A world devoid of masculinity. A world where the most basic tenets of reality have come into question. A world where masculinity is deemed toxic and men and women are at war with each other. It's clearer now more than ever that we need a return of strong men and a remembering of what it means to be a man. A revival of common sense. A revival of the union between men and women. A revival of the masculine spirit in men. This is the Masculine Revival Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Masculine Revival Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Pantile. Ooh. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, man. I've uh, settled a little further into having two kids. So things are better than they were last week. Praise God. Things are going well. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing excellent. I'm fired up for the episode. Talking about one of my favorite topics today, brotherhood. Have you ever heard me talk about brotherhood before, Mike? This is going to be, I think, only the second time <laughs> you know, we've ever we've ever spoken about it. So I'm, I'm actually, this is quite new to me too. So I'm looking forward to it. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Today's content, all we're going to be talking about here is brotherhood. So this is a topic that's obviously really near and dear to my heart because I would not be doing what I'm doing for work if it was not for brotherhood. There would be no mask and revival if it was not for me joining a men's group five years ago. That was really the catalyst for everything I'm doing. So it's been uh, absolutely life-changing for me. What about you? Yeah, no, similar for me too. I've had some kind of, you know, experience, I guess, indirectly with brotherhood with my gym back in Vancouver, but I really, you know, stepped into it when I joined uh, the masculine revival brotherhood back in January, not with the intentions of starting a podcast, not with the intentions of starting a business with you simply because, you know, for a couple of main reasons, I remember my introduction quite well and quite vividly, and I'm sure we'll touch upon the story throughout the podcast. But number one was I've, I've always been in natural positions of leadership and I've always wanted to become a better leader. And I knew part of that is becoming a better follower. So what better place than in the context of brotherhood? And the other thing, anybody that follows me or listens to this podcast knows knows I have a lot of heat, but that heat can a lot of times, and Brendan can attest with some of the men's group meetings that we've had, uh, it's not very calibrated. And so being in the group amongst dozens of other um, benefits that I've gotten has really allowed me to calibrate that, that heat that God's given me. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to do this episode. Needless to say, I've gotten a lot of benefits from brotherhood. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, brotherhood delivered me so many of the missing pieces in my own journey. Like I, I had spent years trying to heal and overcome my trauma and all these issues that I had and just trying to put the pieces together in my life. And it was not until I joined a men's group that everything kind of clicked into place for me. So this is really important stuff for sure. So today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be sharing reasons why every man needs brotherhood. So hopefully you guys can walk away with a clearer understanding of what exactly brotherhood is and why it is so vitally important for men. The first reason that we have today as to why a man needs brotherhood is that brotherhood properly calibrates you as a man, as you were saying. Yeah. So I think there's a couple different angles. There's one where a guy is not really comfortable getting out of the shell. And in a way, brotherhood really pulls that out of him by force. And it's like, again, we talk about the three things all men need, accountability, love, and heat. And it really 
for a man like that, getting that kind of heat from a man really allows him to rise to his potential and really step on, onto his edge in terms of becoming a bit more outspoken and, and getting comfortable in uncomfortable conversations. And then for a guy like me, it's being called out for having too much heat. So in a way that it, it really allows you to either, like I said, get more uncomfortable, you know, wielding that heat that every man I think needs. And then for a guy like me, that's a little bit over the top. It helps bring me back to center. You know, I know man is an island unto himself and he can't do that with himself, period. And let me make a distinction right off the bat here that there is a profound difference between brotherhood and having a buddy, right? Well uh, so said. a buddy a buddy is not going to hold you to account, hold your feet to the fire, challenge you to step into the highest version of yourself. Not necessarily. Generally, it's drinking, chilling, hanging out. Nothing really meaningful is happening with a buddy kind of just wasting time, killing time together. What we're talking about, you're only going to find in genuine brotherhood. And I would say that most guys probably have not really had that experience, maybe aside from sports, military, stuff like that. It's not very common nowadays that a man really has a deep and profound experience with what brotherhood actually is. In regards to brotherhood, calibrating you as a man, calibration is the process of configuring an instrument to provide results within an acceptable range. That's the definition. Brotherhood really helps a man find that sweet spot in his life. Guys are often, you know, too emotional, not emotional enough. They can't show any feeling too aggressive, no aggression. There's all these extremes and through brotherhood, it really helps you find that right level and learn how to meet the moment effectively. As men, there are moments sometimes where we need to show up with a seven out of 10 on the intensity dial and you need to show up with exactly a seven not a two, not a 12, a seven. And in bro in brotherhood, in what we do in these men's groups, you really get an opportunity to find that calibration where you can deliver a message firmly, concisely to the point in a way that's received. And if it's not received, you're going to hear about it. Absolutely. And what's beautiful about that whole process is that it's very imperfect and it can be very messy. And that's where all the growth is. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to, all of a sudden within a couple of meetings gain this calibration no it's 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 part of going through the process it's an evolution you're shedding an old skin for me it's like man i'm getting called out or i'm learning how to be softer i'm seeing how guys are reacting to my heat and i'm kind of adjusting on the fly and that's a beautiful skill not just interpersonally with other men just as just a life skill in general if you're a husband if you're a father if if you're if you're single if you're looking to court it's just there's no place in a man's life where it it, it is not extremely helpful in that way yes Brotherhood is a way where you can really find out in real time if you're showing up with too much or not enough. And it's really good. For, it's really good for calibrating a man's ego as well. So sometimes guys will show up in a way where they're completely full of themselves. They're too puffed up, too proud, too stubborn. Guys will call that out in a hurry. Right. And then the, the flip side is a man is lacking in self-belief, self-worth. He's feeling sorry for himself. He's walking around like a victim. He's all deflated. And genuine brotherhood will help build a man like that up so that he can actually be effective, right? He's, you're ineffective if you're too proud and too egoic and you're ineffective mm -hmm. if you're too deflated and feeling sorry for yourself. And yeah, I definitely felt help with that. And what's amazing about this is that so many men don't realize how much they need it until they experience it. It is brotherhood is very much an experiential thing. I'm excited for this podcast. We'll be able to really like deduce it down to its key components and principles. Cause I don't think there's really much out there that really boils it down to, you know, what it is at its core. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. So I've, I've been 
in brotherhood for over five years now and mm-hmm. the lessons and the learning, it just continues and continues and continues. There's no end in sight for it. Uh, I talk to you all the time about what happens in my men's group meetings mm-hmm. and it's just learning and insight and growth every single week. There's always stuff that I'm, I'm realizing and learning and ways that I'm growing as a leader, as a man through brotherhood. So it's, it's, it's safe to say that no man transcends his need for it. Every man needs it. And no matter where you're at, doesn't matter, you know, race, financial bracket. Nope. There's no destination where you're like, okay, guys, it's like saying like, I become the most masculine man. It's, it's an aspirational thing. That's always evolving. Absolutely. No, I, I, I need brotherhood without mm-hmm. brotherhood. I don't know where I'd be. It's, it's fundamental. It's essential. This calibration also applies to women. So a man's relationship with a woman, big time. I I will guarantee you if a group of men are seeing a lack of calibration in a man, his woman has already felt it. Oh yeah. It's hard for her to trust and feel safe with a man who isn't calibrated. I've experienced this in my own marriage, man. Um, My wife can say it can attest to the testimony of the before men's group, Mike, and the after men's group, Mike, in terms of just how I bring my heat and my love to her. You know, you, you, we made a joke earlier on. You're like, how do, how does your wife live with you? And to be honest, I didn't know how to answer that question. I'm not sure how Karen's dealt with me all these years, but <laughs> especially there's a noticeable difference now, not post men's group, I'd say intra and ongoing men's group that there's, it, it, there's a, just an added level and layer of peace and maturity in, in, in our home. And thanks to the calibration that it brought me. So praise Love God it. for that. I Love that. Okay. So the next point, having brothers around you unburdens your woman and helps you show up as the man that you want to be. So we've talked about this before. I think that there's two appropriate places a man should be taking his stuff, his mental and emotional reality. Primarily, it is to the brothers around him or to God above him. Uh, She does not want to feel like your coach, therapist, healer, personal counselor, spiritual advisor, whatever. She wants to feel like your woman. And she is going to struggle to feel like your woman if you are constantly bringing the weight of everything that's going on for you as a man to her. Yeah. She's already got a weight on her shoulders. If she's a mother, she's taking care of the home. If you know, all of those things come with its own costs and its own weight that she's got to carry. And God didn't design women to carry the weight of our burdens. Right. It's not to say at certain, you know, my wife knows when I'm going through a rough time, but I don't bring that to her. She's aware of it. She, she supports me. She's got that nurturing side to her, of course, but I want her to be able to focus all of her attention on our children and on our home. And I know full well that, because in the past I've overburdened her with stuff and I've seen the strain that it's had in our relationship. And then since coming to the brotherhood and having guys, and, and a lot of guys can relate to this too, man. I've had a hard time trusting guys and bringing my issues to them. But since I've stepped into that discomfort, stepped into that edge, which is definitely part of my edge. I've seen the release and the relief it's had on my relationship. Guys, like your woman is not designed to carry your burden. She's no. just not. The way that I say it is that she can be a support for you, but she cannot be the only support for you. Yeah. There is another extreme there where if you are not bringing anything to her at all, if you're completely closed off, she's going to probably feel upset with that as well. For sure. Right? She wants to know where your heart's at, where your mind's at, where you are. She wants to be able to feel you in your relationship. What we're not saying is that you should just completely be this stoic giga Chad that never expresses <laughs> anything to her, never shares anything with her. Don't do that. That's that's too, too far on the opposite end. That's a ditch. The idea is she cannot be the only support that you have in your life. 
that is not healthy. That is not good. Yeah. A lot of these red pill guys will tell you never to bring your problems to your woman. Um, if your woman can't handle you coming to her with your problems occasionally, she's probably not the right woman. If you've always got to stay in this like ultra masculine red pill giga Chad frame, um, I'm sorry, guys, you're going to crumble at some point. And so is your relationship, right? Like my wife is well aware when I'm going through a hard time, she'll, she'll, have, she'll, you know, no details and she'll, you know, give her advice and her support and her nurturing. But the way that I approach it, and I think guys should, you know, be mindful of this is, is, is come to her. And it depends on the frame and how you bring this stuff to her as well. You know, don't mope and cry and shed tears in front of her. There's a time and place for that. It's very, very specific context. Having that energy, and I think, Brendan, you talk about this a lot, is I've got this. I'm going through something, but I've got this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I would say fundamentally, this is probably close to universally true. A woman does not want to be your accountability partner. And that's why you need men in your life. You need men that will push you, correct you, guide you, instruct you, call you out, challenge you, confront you. That That is most naturally given from man to man, not from woman to man. She doesn't want to be in that role. That what how And how a man is going to perceive that energy from a woman most of the time is, is as nagging. Like, well, 100%. And it's, it's antithetical to her nature as well, because all of a sudden she's going from trying to be feminine to trying to call you out like a man like how are you going to receive that imagine your wife came to you and called you out the same way a brother would mm, probably wouldn't be well received i can tell you for sure that it wouldn't be well received from me <laughs> and i can't even tell you the amount of times i've had a man join the brotherhood and have men tell him the exact same thing that his wife has been telling him for months or even years and that one time he heard that message light bulb went off he changed he got it he picked it up he ran with it and that was it it, it took sure. him hearing it from a group of men rather than hearing hearing it from his wife because it was one in one ear out the other. Okay, so next point, we talk about this all the time. Reasons why men need brotherhood. Number three is iron sharpens iron and men need correction and instruction. Mike, what would you say about this one? I mean, it, it's biblical, right? It says it in Proverbs. I mean, that's straight out of Proverbs. I know for myself, I can just speak to my experience. I could get lost in my own echo, echo chamber of my mind. And being in a council of men where, you know, you, you know, what's great about men's groups is that you never know how the the the, the meeting is going to go. I come to you guys with like an issue, something that I'm struggling with, and then it takes a right turn. And the right turn is the right turn because <laughs> I'm getting called out in all the ways that I needed to be called out. I needed my my bubble to be popped. Sometimes, hey, listen, you're there for support and that's exactly what you get and that's what you should get. But sometimes you need to be called out on your shit. Yes. Right. And that's part of ironing, sharpening iron. But one more point about that. I think we have a mutual friend that said this very well, but the heat, and this is where I've learned so much fundamentally with calibrating my heat is that sometimes iron can dull iron as well with too much heat. That's why there's that balance of love and support and heat all within the context of brotherhood. That's what makes it so uniquely powerful in a man's life. Well said, well said. Yeah. I mean, for the guys that are listening, when is the last time you had a man get in your face and tell you a hard truth? something that you actually really needed to hear. When was the last time you had a man look, look you dead in the eyes and say, this is exactly what I think, feel, and see in you? Probably not happening very much, right? But what we do in these men's groups, in genuine brotherhood, is that's exactly what we do. We speak honesty. We breathe fire. We breathe life into each other. You know, it, it is iron sharpening iron in the realest sense. And men absolutely need from time to time to get gut checked. You oh, need yeah. to know where you stand, you don't find out where you stand, who you are, where you're going, all that without heat, without fire. 
absolutely essential. Let's dispel one thing real quick about brotherhood. Um, the brotherhood in which that I've been in with you in 1.0 and then in the second iteration, this is not a kumbaya circle where we sit together and we cry and hold hands and talk about each other's feelings. No. Sweaty there hearts. is a time and place where there are men that, that cry and get that support and get that love. Don't get me wrong. This is not this like boot camp bully BS. Nobody cares. Work harder, bro. That's not what it is at all. No, it's like we're coming at you with fire sometimes too. It's not just like, let's unpack your issues. It's like, you got no issues. This is what your issue is. Deal with it. Yes. Yes. It is not sweaty hugs, beating drums <laughs> in the woods, running around talking about your chakras. Because that's so, the most and, brotherhood men's groups nowadays, would you say? Oh, and that's that. this is the problem, right? Is that brotherhood is getting a bad rap from these pseudo new age weirdos that are running around doing all this weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It, men are just, they're repulsed by that. Any man with any semblance of masculinity intact is going to be repulsed by that. Yeah. It's gay. It's effeminate. It's weird, right? This is not that. And that's a good thing. Totally. This really ties into the next point that you're kind of talking about this already. Number four, men need brotherly love and fatherly love. I always say that there's, there's a spectrum in terms of what men need. On one hand, it's encouragement, love, support, heart. We need that. Absolutely. There's no question compassion, care, sensitivity. Those are all good things. On the other side, a man needs that stern father energy from time to time. And every man has the capacity to step into that it needs to be cultivated. And that can also happen in brotherhood, but we need, here's the line, here's the boundary, here's the standard, here's the bar, here's the expectation. You either meet it or you don't. If you don't, I'm going to walk beside you until you do. But we need both brotherly love and fatherly love. Yeah. And you don't have to come from a home with a father either. You you and I don't, Mm -hmm. but somehow we've been able to cultivate this, you know, brotherly energy, but also fatherly energy by being within this council of men that need that support, need that love, need that heat, need that accountability. Um, This can be, and I would say another big piece of the, uh, of the brotherhood puzzle for me was coming into true forgiveness and reconciliation with my father. That doesn't mean that I have a relationship with him, but man, I'm at a point where I've humanized him for so long. I, 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 I demonized him and being in brotherhood has allowed me to come to the other end of the process of humanizing him and forgiving him huge. And that was one of the biggest takeaways and breakthroughs I ever had in my entire life was actually being able to forgive my father fully and completely because I had carried around so much pain and anger. And this pretty, this, this should have been a point, right? Is that brotherhood enables a man to really face his relationship with his father and get right with it. And that is unbelievably important. I, I would actually go as far as saying that a man can't have both feet in manhood until he has got right with his father. You need you need and, to get right with your father. Dude, for sure. That can't be emphasized enough. Um, but part of w- what happens, we're talking about that fatherly energy. A man can only really come into that um, in terms of being able to give it and also receive it until he's humanized his own father, whether he's alive, dead, or in his life or not, or whatever. And, you know, so many guys are walking around with, and I hate using this term because it's kind of like a new age term, these, this father wound, mm-hmm. um, brotherhood is the solution to that. I mean, it, it's been the solution to that for me, for you. I've seen it experientially with these guys in the, in, in, in the groups that the, the group that we've been in since, since January and it's importance cannot be overemphasized. It'd be the understatement of a century, man. And here's another really important thing to understand for men listening is that if you are carrying a lack of trust, if you have pain, anger, hurt, heartbreak, sadness, whatever, and it comes from your father, 
you will project that onto other men. Oh yeah. If you can't, if you don't trust your, your father, if you have all these issues with your father, you are going to be impaired in your ability to actually bond in a meaningful way with other men. And that is going to inhibit you massively in your life in all kinds of unforeseen ways. You're going to live a life of a lone wolf. You're going to be isolated, disconnected, and you're going to be walking around with all this pain and anger on your own without a tribe. There's one thing that just came to me right now. And I know a lot of men can relate to this is that being in brotherhood and humanizing my father and forgiving him. I had this really bad habit of all my life making men that I respect into like father figures where the only father figure that I needed is my father in heaven. And so being in the process of brotherhood and, and, and coming to the other end with my own dad has completely deconstructed that idea. Like I have no idols anymore. I used to look up to guys and put them on these pedestals where I, it, it humanized by humanizing your father. It kind of humanizes all men. Like we're all made of the same flawed flesh, blood and bones. Do you agree with that too? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's huge. So next up here is brotherhood will help you reveal your blind spots. So in my experience with brotherhood running men's groups for the last two and a half years, I see very frequently that a man will join a men's group saying, Hey, I'm here for these reasons, one, two, and three. And within even a couple of weeks, that guy will then realize very quickly, Oh, actually this is why I'm here. And he realizes that through getting the reflection from the men, like, dude, you have a massive blind spot that he hit. Mm-hmm. Like these guys have no idea. And it's not until you have all of these eyes on you in this real container that we create in these men's groups that you actually get that reflection. Yeah. And it's the objectivity. Cause I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you guys. These guys that fetishize being lone wolves or Sigma males or whatever. I know we'll get on that later. Um, you cannot be objective with yourself. Sorry. None of us can be truthfully, even the most self-aware, I'd say, Brendan, you and I are pretty self-aware, but I thought I came to the brotherhood for these two reasons. And then in the process, I realized there was many more other things that I needed to address. And that was only due to the fact that I was having all this directed energy at me and all these eyes that were untainted by my own perception of myself. It's like, here's this man. How is he coming into this group? What do I see in him? And through that, you're able to, now you have all these mirrors on different aspects of your persona, your soul, your character that you never knew that you had to ad- had to address. And boom, now they're revealed to you. I mean, talk about powerful, right? And that's why the lone wolf thing just doesn't make any sense. You are more powerful as a man when you have more eyes on you. That's a huge asset, a huge blessing. And it never really ceases to amaze me how quickly men can pick things up when they're paying attention. When you're in a structured yeah. space, like what we have in our men's groups, how quickly men will see exactly to a T, what is going on with a man? Totally, man. It's yeah. been so powerful for me, man. It's in every way, you know, men- mentally, physically, spiritually. And and it's not even, to be real, it's not even trying to oversell it. It, it, it I don't think it can be oversold because a lot of guys, they've, they've come to you and say, I'm not, what am I going to do? Buy friends, bro. If that's what you really think that it is, then you're missing the forest for the trees. And you got to restart this podcast and listen to it all over again with a, 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 a fresh, uh, fresh hearing because don't get your ego involved in this, man. You need it. I need it. Brendan needs it. It's like, I'll be 80 years old, still in a men's group. Probably. Yes. There's, there's nothing like it. You can't find it anywhere. Right. No. And there, there are so many men that join the groups and they'll put a significant amount of time and they will walk away, not getting it. Yep. It's hard to grasp. Sure. Like you really, you either, you either get it or you don't. You're either about it or you're totally. not right. It's, when you really get it, you become like, like you and I, where we're just so passionate about it. We're banging off the walls, just talking about it. 
and rapid growth when you get it and you're about it. It's talk about you want to level up in life. Never mind the latest Alex Harmozy video. Get yourself in a brotherhood <laughs> men's group, man. <laughs> well said. Reject Alex Hermosi. Join the Mass <laughs> Travel Brotherhood. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. Okay. So number six, through brotherhood, a man learns how to lead. What would you say about this one, Mike? Oh, dude. I mean, I think it's very powerful being put in a position where you have to speak in front of a group of men. Whether it's giving feedback, whether it's allowing to you to receive feedback, me coming into the group, I was always a natural leader and I always had a problem with uh, receiving and being able to follow. And so in that it's cultivated that, that other side, other dimension of leadership that's allowed me to be a better leader through being a better uh, follower. So I, I can't speak enough to the, the, the benefits of that when a man has all this focused energy and, and on him and eyeballs on him. It just sharpens that sort of leadership that I think every man needs to possess in some degree in most areas of his life, right? Like, how are you going to lead an ordered household if you if you can't lead? If you yeah. can't be comfortable in a group of men, there's no way you're going to be able to successfully lead your wife. No, and I say this as well, that if we can't see you as men, she can't see you. If we exactly. can't trust you, do the people closest to you trust you? And if we don't know you in a group of men, do others really know you, right? It's, it's that simple. And in brotherhood, what happens is you're really pushed to lead in your life. If you're just showing up and going through the motions, you're going to get called out really hard, really quickly. You need to be moving forward. You need to take the reins in your life. Otherwise there's the door. That's, that's the bar. That's the standard lead your life. And if you can do that leadership, with others is a natural byproduct, but until you can do that, you can't, if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead anybody. Yeah. And what I really respect about how you've run it and how I know that we're going to run the 2.0 iteration moving forward is how many times do we have conversations with men? What is your work here? What are you doing? Are you just showing up and ticking off the brotherhood box? Cause a lot of guys get into this, this mode. Hey, listen, bro, this is not a mastermind. This is not where you come to intellectually jerk off. If you're not going somewhere, if you don't know where you're headed, if you're not doing active work, be prepared to get called out or kicked out. This is not about bottom line profit. Yeah, we're going to run a business. We want it to be profitable so we can impact as many men as possible. But income is not the leading factor, guys. If you're you know, not holding your weight, you're not moving forward, there's another man who you're occupying another man's spot. Complacency yeah. has no place in brotherhood at all. And too many men want the magic bullet. Yeah. They want to, they want to join something, pay a monthly fee, pay a one-time fee and be told here's the, here's the magical piece of knowledge and information that was missing for you. Yeah. And there are guys that will just, they'll come every week and they're waiting to hear that one thing that they haven't yet heard. That's going to click everything into place and change everything forever and ever. It's a fantasy. It's ridiculous. That's not how, that's yeah. not how, that's not how growth and transformation works. Growth and transformation happens down in the mud. You have to claim it for yourself. We can reflect things to you. We can ask you questions. We can bring you heat. But what do you do with that? Do you cower? Do you freak out? Do you get defensive? Do you shut off? Do you shut down? Or do you rise up and step into your manhood? And that's what we do here. Some guys just want to wear the t-shirt. If you're coming here to try to wear the t-shirt, bro, you're going to get you're going to get that t-shirt torn right off your body. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So if you're looking for that, join the mask and brother. <laughs> <laughs> but real talk, you, you should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Point number seven, 
brotherhood is a path towards relational mastery. So in brotherhood, in our brotherhood, that's the thing. It really is. This is our, in our brotherhood. This is very unique, right? In our brotherhood, you are going to learn how to communicate. You are going to learn how to receive very difficult, hard feedback, not shut down, not get defensive, stay in the game, navigate conflict. Essentially, brotherhood can give you a triple black belt in relational mastery, right? Mm -hmm. It can teach you how to read people, read a room, calibrate yourself properly, show up in a way that's received. If you want to be better at relating to other human beings, get into a brotherhood in some capacity. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys that are listening, listening to this that are in the trades that kind of understand this. I kind of understand this to a point otherwise, you know, but, but it wasn't so precise. You know, I look at being in the trades, you're learning some aspect of this, but with the blunt tool, this is like a scalpel. You're getting right down to relational dynamics between men. And that's an important thing to harness and, and, and master. You want to do better in business as a man, get yourself in a brotherhood, get yourself more comfortable around other men. What you see now in this deficit of masculinity in this world that we live in, men do not know how to be in the company and presence of other men. No, There's always no. some kind of like dick measuring contest. It's like a pissing match, or it's like just a bunch of guys insecure looking up to this, the one Chad in the group. There's no calibration. There's no sense of their own masculinity occupying any space within a group of men. And again, that's another reason why guys, guys need brotherhood. 100%. Well, it's brotherhood. It, when you get it, it applies to every single aspect of your life as a man. There's nothing that it doesn't end up touching. If you can, learn how to be a good brother if you can learn how to show up for other men it changes everything it's a complete game changer and then but it also helps you with women indirectly too if you're not comfortable in a group of men uh that's going to come through in a conversation with a woman like make no mistake about it you'll have no no frame whatsoever i know the red pill guys love to talk about frame but there's an aspect to it if you can hold yourself hold your ground in a group of men and you become another if you become a man that other men respect, you're not going to have a problem with a woman, period. Well said. Very well said. I agree 100%. So point number eight, reasons why many brotherhood, chronic isolation and disconnection is both unhealthy and ungodly. So I know there's a lot of scripture that points to this. Proverbs 18, verse one, a man who isolates himself pursues selfish ends. He rages against all wise judgment. Mm. Ecclesiastes, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Very, very, very well said. I mean, I think just due to technological pro proliferation, you see this like fetish fetishizing of the Sigma male, the lone wolf that I can do it all on my own. And um, I think it's due to a couple of reasons. One, men don't know to hold themselves in a group of men. And two, and I know a lot of men listening to this because you guys reach out to me don't feel worthy to be in a group of men. And um, I think that's a big part of the message we're trying to convey. Would you say? It's like you're worth, especially guys with these father wounds. They're like, how do I relate to other men? How do I, how can I open myself up to another man? Isolating yourself is not the answer. Yeah, it's a, it's a, in my mind, it's actually like a trauma response. It's like you had an, yeah. you had an absent father. You've never really had proper healthy male bonding. So you avoid it. You're afraid of it. I know that when I first joined a men's group, I was terrified. I was, I stepped into this room full of all these masculine dudes that had a weighted presence about them. Mm -hmm. And I went, Oh shit. It was a vibe. It was a vibe check down to my soul. And I, I was terrified, but I knew instantly that it was where I needed to be. So Sig Sigma male thing, man, it's just, it's such a modern BS idea. 
Yeah. Kind of like the, the bug man pod thing, right? Like you're going to live in an isolated pod on your computer, hiding out from the world all alone. And you're going to call that like, oh, I'm being self-reliant. I'm being self-sufficient or self-sustaining. Cool, bro. But you have like no relationships. <laughs> yeah. You're just, you're just trying to rationalize isolation and insecurity. It's listen, I'm a guy that loves to be alone. I'm very reclusive, but if, if I was just left to my own devices with no brothers, no friends, no relationships, man, I'd be suicidal, dude. Like, and most of these guys that are isolated are. And we're wired and for connection. We're wired for connection, especially men. And how many times have I said this on the podcast? For since the dawn of man, we've been dying next to each other in foxholes and preservation of, of, of beauty, of culture, of our homes. So men are hardwired for brotherhood. It's just, we become so disconnected from this back in like the 1930s and forties and twenties or whatever. We probably didn't have to talk about this. It was more natural for men to just hang out and be in groups of men this way. And now we've just been ripped apart from each other. And a lot of these guys that are hanging out in their mom's basements, not knowing how to relate to other people don't know how badly they need this thing. Well, there, there are no men's only spaces today That's where, true men, where men can actually just gather just men. If you put a sign on the door somewhere and said men only, You'd be on the national news, man. That's very good. Well said. Hate, yeah. hate speech. Misogyny. Alt-right extremism. Men gathering alone. Dangerous. Toxic. Horrible things must be happening. Plotting how they're going to oppress their wives. Like No, men, <laughs> men need men's only spaces. And let me just say this as well, that in regards to the Sigma male, I will say this one point of nuance that periods of intentional isolation are good. Yeah. Okay. It's not never be alone always be in a group all the time. No, take intentional isolation can be a really, really good thing. Being self-sufficient and learning to be self-reliant is also good, but living in the echo chamber of your own mind is not good. Lacking meaningful bonds with other men is not good. We need intentional depth. I, I agree. I fully agree. I was going to bring this point up if you didn't, but uh, a lot of the men that I've met, um, let's say even similar spaces that are perpetually isolated or feel like they don't need friends border they're borderline delusional when you talk to them about life and and things going on in the world because they're only the only place that they're bouncing their ideas off of is their own brains or forums Period. or whatever yeah, or forums and then all of a sudden you're you're and if you've got a social media following whatever you're just within your own echo chamber and you're within this your own bubble and then when life really slaps you you have no idea what to do when reality really checks you and punches you in the mouth like it does to all of us you have no idea what to do and where do you run yeah okay have a relationship with god but you need you need men beside you and we've talked about conspiracy theories quite a bit obviously in this podcast and this is where when a man is chronically alone and isolated this is where the conspiracy theory thing gets really toxic where guys are just all day browsing typing all these weird things in their search bar talking to other people that are you know the earth's flat, bro. Like chemtrails <laughs> and Bill Gates, man, re great reset. And it's like, yeah, dude, but you'd probably feel a lot more calm and centered if you had friends and a social life and a wife and you kind of got on with the business of living your life, even though, yeah, there are bad and evil things out there. If you're mm -hmm. alone, all you're doing is focusing on the evil and the bad. And you're wondering, why am I so depressed? Why am I not feeling good? That's why. Yeah. We oftentimes, and I know this for myself, we need a brother to pull our heads out of the gutter occasionally and, and tell us to get our shit together. It's that dynamic. I love, I love the way that you 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 painted this picture. Sometimes you need a man to grab you by the scruff of the shirt and tell you to get your shit together, and then you're not living up to your potential. And in that dynamic, it encompasses the heart of brotherhood, right? Accountability, accountability, love, and heat. All three of those things are within that situation right there. Yes. And if you're spending all day researching flat earth 
and you're not paying your bills. Yeah. You need to get called out for it, bro. Like, cool. Like, man, if you're, if you're interested in the flat earth, cool, bro. Good on you. We all have hobbies and interests, right? Whatever. But if you're not meeting the basic requirements of what it means to be a man, you need to hear about it. And if you're all on your own, nobody's there to hold you to account. Your mom's going to love you no matter what, but brothers are going to hold you to a standard. Or just continue to basement dwell and see what happens to your life. I mean, either way, man. But uh, I think the alternative is better than that. Amen. Brotherhood teaches you how to both support others and be supported. So this is an interesting one because often you'll get guys that are stronger, more competent, more confident, more well put together in their lives. And they may have the one aspect down where they can show up as a leader and a support to others to some extent, but they are utterly and completely unable to let themselves be supported by a group of men. And to me, that's a problem. I don't think that you can lead in the deepest sense if you can't actually let yourself receive help, support, let men pour into you. And there are guys that have so much armor on that um, they just can't, they can't let it go. Their ego is too big. I just think it leads to just being a one-dimensional man, right? If you can't receive properly, if you're used to just being the king of the jungle everywhere, man, or the big fish in a small pond, um, you need to get humbled. Listen, there's been times I thought I've been, you know, a pretty self-aware guy, man. There's been times in the men's groups where I'm coming at dudes too hard. And then all of a sudden I get checked. And all of a sudden I feel like I'm on my back foot. And in those moments, it's dude, it's heated. I get heated. I thought I was impervious to that. And all of a sudden I leave the meeting and I'm literally vibrating and I don't know what the hell to do. And I realized I needed that more than anything. I needed somebody to actually puncture through the armor and say, hey, dude, you're not as cool or as big or as strong or as manly as you think that you are. Let me let me give you some correction because you need it. And and the guys that are not open to that live one dimensional lives. And I can guarantee you uh, they, they probably don't have thriving marriages either. If you're just always the bull all the time, it's impossible, dude. It's a heart of pride and it's a lie. You need to be able to t- put the armor on and then take the armor off. Yeah. And if you can, if your only mode is armor on all the time, warrior mode all the time, I don't feel shit all the time. I'm just going to get whatever is done in front of me all the time. You are going to burn everything in your life down. Yep. Your wife is going to be, it's like, cool, man, you're crushing life, but I don't feel you at all. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're do- like. All you do is worldly shit. You got to yep. know where's your heart, right? So you got, you got to be able to drop the armor and I, I would actually say as well that i'm distrustful of any man that can't put that armor down because i don't know who you, i don't know who you are man and it's like yeah i mean this whole vulnerability thing in culture it's a little bit of an overcorrection it's like men be vulnerable feelings all the time you know th- that's that's too far but if you can't be real from time to time like what are you doing man and what always happens when these men finally have breakthroughs we see them sob. Mm. We see them sob their faces off. Like they've repressed so many emotions for so long. Finally, somebody gets to the heart of the issue and they can't help but just like let it go. And it's like a tidal wave. And then all of a sudden you see their shoulders kind of drop and all of a sudden they look like they're carrying less of a burden. Because those guys that have been that guy before, you, you put on this armor because you're carrying so much weight on your shoulders that you don't know how to actually like give that weight to somebody else to help you carry it. I walk the path forward with you. And I have seen firsthand in person in men's groups, a man have that level of an emotional release and his face literally change. Yep. Like he let go of so much that 
the way he carried his face had shifted. It's like he had dropped into himself in a profound way. It's yeah. it's, not, it's that real. It's unbelievable. It'd be uh, really cool one day to on the podcast for you to share. I know you've had one profound experience in that way, one or two, um, and I'm sure everybody would love to hear it. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I have gone to some places over the over the years in men's groups for sure. Mm-hmm. So many to space to drop the mask and be completely honest with each other. So we were talking about this earlier, right? It's it's not about sweaty hugs and singing hippie songs with a banjo around a fire, but we have it. Men have a need for intentional depth. We need that. And it's it's not talked about. I don't think men understand that. And there are so many guys that are miserable because they're going through the motions in their life and they have nowhere to touch in and actually just be exactly who they are in that moment. Yeah. It's just so, it's just so fundamentally important to have, to have that moment where you can stop and just say, Hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. And if you need help, you could say, what should I do about it? How should I proceed from here? I got to say, I've got direct experience with that this year. So to those of you that maybe didn't listen to the introduction, I moved to Alberta. Me and Brendan lived in the same, in the same city in uh, June of 22. Um, I, my business and my home back in Vancouver was in the same like two kilometer radius. That's all I knew. I moved here for my family. And with that came some isolation. And the first bit of this year, uh, I was in the lowest lows that I've ever experienced in my life. And I was drinking all the time. And if I did not have the anchor point of the Wednesday group that I'm in and the accountability to those men and the ability to just share what was going on, the suicidal ideation, the frustration, the isolation, all of the stuff, I don't know where I'd be, but I can say I've safely conquered that drinking problem. And I've come out the other end with more peace than I've ever experienced in my entire life. Praise God. And that doesn't mean because I'm crushing life financially or anything like that. I'm just good with the way things are. And to be completely honest, I still go in and out of chaos because that's my natural proclivity. But I can say with, with absolute precision that brotherhood has allowed me to just be content with what I have, grateful for what I have, and really see my life for what it is. And it's filled my my heart up with so much peace and gratitude, man. So that's that's real talk, dude. That's you can't fake a testimonial like that. Brendan's not paying me to say that. It's not just because we have this thing that we're launching. That is serious. I wanted to kill myself the first part of this year, dude. And if it wasn't for these some of these conversations that we had in the group and with you, I don't know where I'd be right now, man. Straight yeah. up. And I will I will jump in and say as well that well, first of all, praise God for that. Mm-hmm. And praise God for the fact that when I joined a men's group for the first time, I was just coming off a severe depression to the point. I was so depressed. I couldn't work. I could barely function. I was actually living in a family member's basement and basement dwelling and thinking about all the terrible things that my mom did to me and my dad did to me. And Oh, woe is me. And I was ab- above my head in my victim story. And I needed to do it. I had a bit of an intentional pity party. Mm-hmm. I got to a point where I said, you know, are you done, bro? Joined a men's group. And I was at points so dysfunctional that I couldn't even get a cup of coffee without feeling overwhelming shame, sweating, blushing, feeling deeply embarrassed for no apparent reason, just profound, profound pain, shame Mm -hmm. that I was walking around with on a daily basis. I, I was so broke at points that I lived in my car, you know, had five bucks, buy two pieces of pizza for three bucks and then put two bucks in the, in the gas tank. Like that's where I've been. You know what I'm saying? Like I I've Maybe. been, I've been in those places and brotherhood helped me heal. 
if that doesn't speak to the the benefits and how it like in just literally every aspect, there's almost like a part a, a part of us that when 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 reliving those, there's like a part of me that that all of a sudden gets like emotionally charged because um it's just it's real, man. And until you experience it, it's you're all up in your head and you're like, okay, you're trying to conceptualize what it is until you experience it, man. Like it's life changing. I would go as far as saying it's life saving. Oh yeah. Lives have been saved through the mass morale brotherhood already. For sure. You know? And then the last thing I'm going to say about this for men is that guys, if you're, if you were walking around wearing a mask all the time, what's going to happen to you is you're going to forget who you are. Oh yeah. You will not, Mm -hmm. you're going to, lose contact with who you actually are. You're going to start to believe that you are that mask and that's a miserable way to live. Amen. So we need a space to be able to drop the mask. Absolutely. So the last point here, brotherhood can help a man realize his highest potential. So I don't really know what else there is to say after everything we just shared. If you're not getting that message after what we've just laid out, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Brotherhood can help a man realize his highest potential. (laughs) Like there's, there's just no way around it. Just to really uh, break this down, if you're a guy that's struggling to quit porn, struggling to quit alcohol, struggling to quit drugs, you want to level up in your business, you want to be a better father, husband, you want to be able to court a woman, you want to just lead your life with with intentionality and strength and energy and vigor, brotherhood is the solution to that or a very big part of the solution to that. Make no mistake, because guys really want to know what... What can brotherhood do for me besides relationship with other men? Well, in the relationship and development of those relationships with other men, you can conquer all of those things. All of those things. Yes. And I mean, look, there are a lot of guys that have tried therapy. We've kind of ragged on therapy quite a bit. Maybe you don't need therapy, bro. Maybe you need tribe. You need connection. You need male bonding. It's fundamental. It's so essential. We don't, we don't talk about this. We live these highly isolated lives. It's not natural. It's not how we're wired. Dude, I I got, I'm super passionate about that. I have seen a dozen or more therapists in my lifetime for extended periods of time. And some of them are great. I'm not discrediting talk therapy. I have gotten more from being in brotherhood in six, seven, eight months than in multiple years of therapy. Let's just put it that way. I'll put my hand on a Bible and say that and swear on my life and swear on my faith. That is the fact. And I hear that. And I hear just that all the time. I'll I'll hear guys say in that one meeting, I made more progress than in six months of therapy. One meeting, right? It's like, guys, this isn't complicated, right? This is, this is common sense. Hopefully it's ringing true for you. And listen, we're, we're launching this mask of Robert brotherhood 2.0 in October. And you are going to get everything that we just laid out in that. And guys will always ask me, they'll say, uh, Hey, Hey man, how can I start my own brotherhood? That's a, that's a fair question. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do, but why not just join this? There's already a framework guys. There's already experience. There's a platform, there's experience, there's, you know, um, wisdom. It's already, it's already there for you. And it's not just because, Hey, come support our business. It's like, what, you're seeking out brotherhood and trying to create your own brotherhood. You're not going to do either one well. So if you need brotherhood, instead of trying to join your own, and I commend that, maybe you can go on to join your own locally after you've gotten some experience, but experience it first. I'm not telling a guy not to go join, make his own brotherhood, but trying to do both, man. No, dude, experience it first. Would you say? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I would ha- I would have had no idea how to start a men's group if I didn't first spend two and a half years, you know, live it, breathe it, walk it every single day. 
I took that. I then I started the Masculine Rebel Brotherhood. Spent two and a half years leading my own groups. Now we're doing this 2.0 version. It's one step after another, right? And it's it's it all started with the experience. So you need to experience it so you know how to actually translate it into reality. And I'm happy to see men often doing that. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not just Masculine Rebel Brotherhood is the answer to everything. It's brotherhood is a big part of the answer. Right. It is. And, and, you know, us coming to the second iteration, would you not say that is a symptom of our brotherhood? Because did we have this idea in January? We, no. uh, it was a completely different conversation. This came up in the last couple of months of just developing a friendship. And you're like, man, we have a mutual love for this work. We both can do it very well. Men respect. Okay. Let, let's just do this thing. This happened as a result of our brotherhood. So it's, it's, it's a testimony to it in and of itself. No, no brotherhood. We're not having this conversation. You're not listening to this podcast. So I don't know what else needs to be said other than the fact that I hope that this touched you if you're listening and that this has lit a fire in you as a, as a possible answer to some of the things you're dealing with, because what this can help you deal with is, is virtually endless. Nice guy, yeah. porn, video games, uh, cultivating your masculinity, leading in your life, leading in your relationship, learning how to relate better to people. We could probably say 50 different bullet points. And this is not overselling it. This is the the cold, hard facts and reality of it. And But to anybody that has any questions or concerns or whatever, bring it to us. Happy to ask. I could talk about brotherhood all day. You got questions. You're not so sure. Ask one of us on Instagram. Send us an email, whatever. Um, but you you don't want to miss this. This is going to be something truly special. There are men's groups and stuff online. I think this, 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 this speaks to the heart of men and what they need. And this is a whole new, unique spin and iteration of brotherhood and men's group and what actually men need in the culture that we exist in today. And last thing I want to say is that this is actually a unique opportunity as well to get in from day one. There's something Mm -hmm. really special about that, that we are going to open the doors in October and you can be there from day one, from the very beginning. And I know the guys that were there from day one and 1.0, it's special to see something evolve, change over time. So guys, if if it speaks to you, maskravel.com forward slash brotherhood. Go apply, go join. We'll see you on the inside. Absolutely, man. I look forward to seeing you guys on the inside. And like I said, you got any questions or concerns, reach out to us. But uh, we just want to see you in there. We want to see you guys experiencing the life-changing results of being in a group of men, a tribe of men. So God bless you guys. All right, boom. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Masculine Revival Podcast. Remember to leave us a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed the show. There are two fundamental truths about manhood. Number one, all men need brotherhood. And number two, no man transcends his need for brotherhood. If you want to experience the life-changing results of having the counsel of strong men around you, you must join the Masculine Revival Brotherhood, the premier online men's self-development program. Iron sharpens iron and all men need brothers. Go to MasculineRevival.com to apply or reach out to myself or Brendan via Instagram if you have any questions. And if you want to share your thoughts on the episode, I encourage you to send one of us a DM. You can find our social media handles in the show notes. Thank you again for listening and we'll catch you next time.